Definitely. Um, even just on our channel for some um, visibility around that, we repost the same things all the time. Yeah. To yeah. Our stories, like the same influences, the same photos. Welcome to the Influenced Podcast. I'm Ella Dace, a social media manager and fashion designer. And I'm Bart Dace, a businessman by day, but more importantly, Ella's Insta husband. <laughs> Together, we run a social media company called Ella Mazor Creative. We're here to talk about the social business world and the power of influence, how we learn from some and give to others. Come on, Ella, can you please put your phone down now? Mate, put your phone down. Hello, welcome back to another episode for 2021. I still have to get used to saying one. (laughs) It's 2020, but it's definitely not. Today I am joined with a beautiful Perth-based business. She has two businesses. Is that right? Two? Yeah. One more. (laughs) She's got a swimmer. Part of 2020, but now it's two. So. OMG. Wow. She has a swimwear label called Ete Swim, which is incredible. You guys have to check it out on Instagram. And then she also does business coaching. So this, the reason why I have got Jess to come on the podcast today is because she is a great example of having both a product-based business and a service-based business and how to market them on Instagram. So, so many questions always come through saying, yes, but how do you apply what you're talking about to a product-based business? So, I've got Jess to come on here today to talk all about that. Hey, Ella. Hey, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks so much for having me. Cool. Well, I'm I'm very excited to talk about this topic. I know that so many people always ask, okay, well, yeah, but how do you how do you do stories for a product-based business when really it's not all that different, but I would love to get your perspective and what you do and what you found has worked. Yeah, definitely. So, I was just telling Ella before this, but I find it's very similar. However, I can totally understand the confusion um, because the the execution is a little bit different. However, the strategies and the main themes and things are pretty much the same. And so 2021 really is the year for building relationships more than ever. And I shared this recently in my Dreamers and Doers membership where I was telling them how people want to feel more connected than ever. And that includes businesses. It's no longer a, you know, faceless, personality-less, just made that word up, but, you know, it's no longer just a business. People have to feel connected to you and what you're sharing, even in the fact where in my product-based business, I am not the face of the brand and I'm not trying to be. And I think a lot of people get stuck with how do I show personality if I'm not showing my face every day? And Mm. so the ways you can do that, which I know you teach Ella, is making sure you have your content pillars and that's going to look different for every business, whether your product or service and sticking with that. So figuring out what is your niche? Who 
is your specific audience and how can you speak to them as if you're more human, start more DMs, you know, share more personal information about the business and the journey and why you created that product. There's so many different ways that you can communicate that message and the personality and build relationships without having to be the face of the brand if you are a product-based business. And definitely a lot of product-based businesses out there, the founders are the face of the brand and that's great. But for me in my business, I chose not to be and I utilize influencers and I utilize a whole bunch of different things to help personalize the brand in a different way. Yeah. Do you want to touch on that a little bit more? How do you use influencers? And I know that you are so good at this and you have a whole course on how to do this. So I would love for you to talk about how you use influencers to help create that personal touch. Yeah, definitely. So from day one, which is about five years ago now, um, (laughs) but from day one, Instagram and influencers we're at the core of my strategy. That's how I've grown the business globally. Um, not through ads, not through like any crazy, you know, magic wand or it's literally Instagram organically and influencer marketing. And so through my business, working with some of the top influencers worldwide, I've worked with almost a thousand influencers now. And, um, it's been pretty crazy because then I was also doing some influencer management for brands at some point. And so it gave me a ton of insight, mostly through trial and error. And I learned pretty quickly what works, what doesn't work so well, and also how to reduce the risk. Um, Mm -hmm. so I see a lot of brands sort of jump in and just sort of not handle the strategy and they just rely on the influencer. However, that's not what I would recommend at all because you're likely to be disappointed. I remember and five years ago is a long time, right? So there wasn't insights available then. Yeah. Was there? No, I don't think there was. No. So and I remember going through this as well when when hiring influencers or working with them at the beginning it was so hard. It was so risky because you literally couldn't see anything to do with their audience. Yeah. So true. I even forgot that wasn't in science. (laughs) We just get so used to it, but yeah, it's interesting. And so I utilized influencers to gain awareness. And honestly, that's how I ended up with customers in over you know, 46 countries, which the last time I counted that was about two years ago. So (laughs) it's probably more, um, literally through influencers because they build up trust. They give your brand a, you know, personal experience or personable if you want to get them to do takeovers or even just sharing their content on your page. Um, it really helps because products can't talk themselves. So we need people to talk about your products for you. And so influencers are a really great way to build trust in your brand, because if someone who other people look up to and they trust what they say are promoting your brand, then that helps build your brand, um, brand trust through association. Um, Mm -hmm. secondly, builds awareness because it gets your brand out there and more eyes on your product. Um, sometimes it generates sales, sometimes it doesn't. And something that I always share is that if you are going into influencer marketing, do not expect that one influencer posting once is going to be a thousand dollars because it does not. And 
Thirdly, one way that I really love working with influencers is actually for content creation, which I know um, you're well aware of, Ella. Um, But content creation is awesome because when you think about it, and I coach a lot of my clients through this all the time because they get stuck on, oh, but I don't want to give away my $20 product. You know, how many $20 products should I give away? When you think about it, you can you don't have to give it away, but you can then go pay a photographer 500 to $2,000, a model thousand bucks, um, a stylist or a makeup artist, like all of these things, find the location, go down there yourself. It takes a lot of work to plan out shoots. And so by using an influencer, you're saving yourself time, usually saving yourself money. And they do the whole lot. They do the styling, the location, the photography, all of that. And when you think about it, what's a 20, you know, $20 product that you're having to give out. Plus obviously if you pay them as well, but quite often it's going to work out so much better for you. Plus, you know what you're going to get. You can partner with influencers who have a certain style or a certain personality that you really want your brand to embody. So influencers is such a key strategy um, in any product-based business, you can also use them for service-based businesses. You just would adapt the strategy a little bit. Um, but product especially is super, super key. Yeah, I agree. Cause I, I feel like exactly like your business, that's a, such a good example because you don't want to be the face. So using influencers or even getting ambassadors involved, it's such a good way to get that message across and get them talking and you can still utilize video content. And we were talking about just before on your podcast, how it is so important to create that video content so you can create a connection. So I feel like you can do all of those things with a product-based business as well. Definitely. And people often tell me, Jess, I tried influencers, it doesn't work. And the thing (laughs) is that if I started using the same strategies I was using five years ago, it definitely would not work and it wouldn't be a great experience. But now I actually go out to, and this is a tip, free tip for everybody, please use it. Um, But now I go out to influencers and I ask them to talk on their stories. The problem is a lot of influencers are not keeping up with the times themselves. Businesses are getting ahead of them. And there is a few great influencers. However, most influencers are still not comfortable talking in front of the camera. They're comfortable Mm. doing videos and photos, but where it's really at is finding influencers who can talk about your product um, and really champion it because a pretty photo does not work anymore. A pretty photo doesn't get someone to buy it because, as you said, Ella, the product market, like everyone is coming out with a new product business and whatever industry you're in, it's more saturated than ever and people don't buy based on how it looks. That comes into the consideration but they buy based on how it's going to make them feel, talking about the quality or what brand values you have. And so if an influencer can jump on and say, oh my gosh, I got this swimsuit. It's made from this amazing material. Look at the fit, look at how it feels. Um, and I just love this brand because they're all about body positivity. Like that's Mm. going to work so much better than just getting an influencer to do a photo. And that's what I meant when I said you as a brand have to drive the strategy, not the influencer. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like you can repurpose that content. So if they're jumping on their stories and they're giving you that excellent, say, review of the product, you can use that for your stories. You can post that on 
your platform as well on the feed in your reel where wherever it is that you want to post it but you can repurpose that a few times definitely um even just on our channel for some um visibility around that we repost the same things all the time yeah to yeah. our stories like the same influences the same photos um people didn't see it the first time or if they did, they probably have forgotten because, to be honest, I don't do all of my posting now on my Etty Swimwear account and I even forget. I don't even yeah. realise that we're repurposing and reposting the same thing over and over. So don't be afraid to do that as well. If you get a great review from a, an influencer, reuse it. Yeah, I love that. So everybody that has a product-based business and if you're listening to this you've got some really great tips there for using influencers to help you create that personal touch creating that trust increasing your brand awareness do you have any other tips that product-based businesses can use to I guess when messaging as well in their captions or on their stories other than just influencer marketing yeah definitely I think they need to be not afraid to sell as well yeah. um, because, you know, I know there's a lot of um, a lot of focus on building relationships, providing value, but then I see businesses going the other way. They only build relationships and provide value and they never, like I have no idea what they're selling. I have no mm. idea what their product is, how it can help me. And so I would say don't be afraid to do a whole day of stories every now and then just talking about what your product is, how it helps, what the features are about it. You know, is it eco-friendly? Is it sustainable? Is it vegan? Or, you know, whatever the, the elements are about it that are really interesting. And this is something that I went through. Um, I have a Scale to Success Mastermind specifically for product-based businesses. And I went through and taught them how to actually do that for their business without being salesy, but really educating people about why do they need it? And how is that going to help them in their life? Because if you don't tell them, they're going to continue to soak up your content, but that's not necessarily going to push sales. So having that, you know, different formats of your content is really, really important. And I see a lot of people afraid to put strong call to actions, to repeat yeah. themselves like three times and say like, you know, really go to the website because <laughs> you need to buy this. Yeah, I love that. It's so true. People are always scared to ask for the sale. It's almost like too taboo to talk about because, of course, Instagram, you know, people don't like to be sold to. So there are different ways to go about it. Like you said, talking about those features, talking about the benefits, talking about what solution it is, what, what, is, what problem is it solving? What is the solution that you're offering with your product? So talking about all of those things, that's also a way that you're selling your product. And I have, um, I've got a good example and I'm sure like you would do this as well. I remember you used to do markets as well, but when you work in retail, when you go into the shop, a lot of the time they're not like, hi, buy this, you know, they're, they're, they're selling you on the features and the benefits. So they do it in person. You know, they, they tell you, oh, this is this, this is brand new. It's made of, of this. It's made in here. This is why you should get it. You can style it with this. You do the, exactly the same onto your Instagram. Yeah. Such a good example. Mm, yes. I, it always comes to mind because I feel like I worked so many years in retail. No, I love that. It's really insightful and it gives people, you know, 
if it's possible to do it there, then why are we so afraid to do it online? Yeah, exactly. I feel like it should be easier online because you're not in front of all the people. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But there were some really, really good tips. So thank you so much for sharing them with us. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that so many product-based businesses do need, I guess there's a lot of tips out there for service-based businesses. And I guess a lot of the stuff I talk about is for service-based businesses. But I love how you've said that you can apply a lot of the same strategies from a service-based business to a product-based business. Definitely. You just have to maybe think outside the box a little bit more, um, but it all is applicable. Yeah. It definitely is. So thank you so much for sharing some insight into that with us today. If you guys want to go and find Jess, I will link her down below, but you should definitely go check out her swimwear because it's beautiful and it's a Perth-based business. So you absolutely have to support a Perth local business. And yeah, we'll chat to you soon. Thanks so much. Bye.